Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal for this Friday edition. We are coming to you live from the central Texas headquarters of InfoWars, InfoWars.com, band.video. Big, big show for you today. We've got Doug Casey in the third hour, author and investment guru about the war in Ukraine and just how likely it is that we enter a nuclear cataclysm for the sake of the gremlin known as Zelensky. After him, I'll also be joined by Piers Corbin, climate scientist. He's been arrested many times for his activity in the UK, a true info warrior in every sense of the word. We're going to begin today with the newest from Red Pilled TV. You can find this video, of course, at band.video. Go there, share these links, spread the word, infowarsstore.com. Will Boston be the new Wuhan? Here's that exclusive report. Will Boston be the new Wuhan? Working at Boston University's National Infectious Diseases Laboratories, one of 13 biosafety level 4 labs in the U.S., a team of researchers from across the country released a study they conducted where they extracted Omicron spike protein, the feature that made this particular COVID variant more infectious than the others, and attached its spike protein to the original COVID strain that escaped from Wuhan, China. Quote, we generated chimeric recombinant SARS-CoV-2 isolate and compared this virus with the naturally circulating Omicron variant. Are they trying to create a new virus for an even deadlier pandemic? Or do they just enjoy playing with fire? They found that the new virus they created in their lab more efficiently replicates in cell lines when compared to the natural Omicron. Essentially, creating a virus that is both very infectious and very aggressive, combining the worst traits of the original COVID with its variant Omicron, before presumably accidentally releasing their new science project onto the world for this COVID season. The researchers infected mice in the lab with their newly created COVID chimera. Quote, in mice, while Omicron causes mild, non-fatal infection, the Omicron S carrying virus inflicts severe diseases with a mortality rate of 80%. In other words, they killed pretty much all the mice. Why are they making COVID variants that are more deadly than previous strains? The Boston scientists also looked at their hybrid strains effect on human lung cells that were grown in the lab. Their study shows that the new strain they created produced five times more viral particles than the original Omicron. Quote, we next expanded our studies to lung cells, which are a major viral replication site in patients with severe COVID-19. Among the AMA-S, their new virus, and Omicron, the former, meaning their newly created chimera, yielded about a five-fold higher infectious viral teeter, meaning there were more viral particles from replication. 
However, in a statement issued by the university in response to public outrage upon learning of their research project, they claimed that their chimeric strain was less dangerous than the original strain. And, like Anthony Fauci, they even deny that their experiment can be classified as gain-of-function. Quote, This research is not gain-of-function research. It did not amplify the SARS-CoV-2 strain or make it more dangerous. In fact, this research made the virus replicate less. So even though they were conducting textbook gain-of-function research, they say they weren't. So they weren't. And they claim the research didn't make a more dangerous virus that replicated more, even though it produced five times more viral particles in human lung cells. But don't worry, because biosafety level 4 labs are safe, and nothing in history has ever escaped from them. Except, of course, for COVID. Looks like Boston is right on track to become the next pandemic's Wuhan. This is Brian Wilson with Infowars.com. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the program. This is American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. Bittersweet day. Well, it's not even a bittersweet day. It's just a bitter day here at Infowars. Our long-serving security guard is moving on to bigger and better things his name we'll keep it we'll keep it anonymous but day in and day out first face we see in the morning keeping back an endless stream of creeps trying to figure out where we are trying to interrupt us trying to do god knows what luckily we never have to find out because they never get close enough to tell us thanks to the stalwart centuries we have here so we, we wish him all the best we'll miss him we're a family here at Infowars, and feels like one of our own one of our own little baby birds is flying out of the nest, moving on to bigger and better things. So he'll he'll we'll have to find somebody new, somebody else who will so ruthlessly and professionally take care of the riffraff that try to bother us during our working hours. <laughs> this isn't an opportunity for anybody. <laughs> no, no, there will be no there will be no uh, downtime, no vulnerabilities here. At Infowars, but we are gonna we're gonna feel less safe without him at the helm. So we wish him all the best as he moves on. But uh, that's what's happening here at Infowars. What is also happening here at Infowars? We'll be taking your calls all through the uh, show today, through the first two hours at least. In fact, we'll open up the phone lines nice and early to make sure that we get in as many as possible before we welcome our guest in the third hour, Doug Casey, to talk about the war in Ukraine and Piers Corbin to talk about the absurdity of. The climate scam and all that that entails. We'll be talking about the the coming collapse, the economic destruction that's being wrought on purpose by the people in charge in order to fully bring down the developed industrialized world in order to rebuild it in a form that is more more fitting with their neo-feudal ideals. But first, let's begin today as we do every day with our Daily Dispatch. Beep, 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 beep. 
All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 21st of October, 2022. inflation rises to 12.8% as Americans are watching their paychecks and savings disappear. Tip Insight created a measurement of inflation that shows the increase in goods since Biden stepped into office. President Trump shared this information in his statement today. Below are the pieces of the calculation from Biden inflation. The consumer price index released by the government last Thursday showed an 8.2% year-over-year price increase from September 2021 to September 2022. The CPI has edged down slightly from a 40-year high of 9.1 in June to 8.2 in September. The official CPI does not tell the whole story of the price increase under President Biden. Biden inflation measured by the TIPP CPI using the same underlying data stood at 12.8% in September. It was 126 in August and 12. And, and July and 12.7 in June. And of course, their response to this was to pass a inflation reduction bill that was in fact a climate change bill because that's just how corrupt and nonsensical all of this is. But we actually have some pictures here. We were going to talk about them yesterday, but now's a good time to, to bring it up. We can go to my computer screen. You can actually see the exact moment that inflation rose and it corresponds unerringly with the switch from Trump to Biden. So just at this point, the only thing the Democrats have, in fact, we have another one that uh, is equally as uh, illustrative, showing exactly what we all know to be true, that this didn't happen under Trump. It happened entirely under Joe Biden. And the Democrats are so uh, desperate at this point here. Again, you can see as soon as the line switches from red to blue, as soon as that transition from Trump to Biden takes place, like a rocket shooting into the stratosphere, the inflation begins to rise. And again, the desperate the, the, the desperates are so Democrat at this point. Democrats are so desperate at this point. Their argument is literally, yeah, it's going to be bad under us, but it'll be worse under the Republicans. Okay, trust us. And the craziest thing is, they pass an inflation reduction bill that's actually a climate change bill that Bill Gates takes credit for writing. Inflation continues to rise exponentially. They say at this point, this is how absurd this is. They say inflation is going to continue to rise because Republicans didn't vote for the Inflation Reduction Act. Now, the Inflation Reduction Act passed. It did pass. So it has been put into effect. And yet they're blaming Republicans for not voting on it it's because it's not working. So the act passed, it's not working, and now they're saying it's because Republicans didn't want to vote on it. It makes no sense at all. They're desperate. They're scrambling. It's entirely their fault. They are responsible for the wholesale constriction of savings accounts and retirement accounts and paychecks the country over. So – Hopefully people recognize that. Hopefully people can actually see for themselves what's going on, and I've said it a million times. It's not weird or strange or out of the ordinary for things like inflation to happen or you know prices to rise slightly. What's very weird is when you go to the store and you can see that you're paying twice as much for a cut of meat than you were a couple months ago and then to turn on the TV and have all of the authorities and all of the media pundits tell you the economy is amazing Everything's great. Nothing is more expensive than it was before. Makes you feel crazy because they're gaslighting you. So hopefully people can see through that and see for their own eyes 
how everything is going down, everything is collapsing, everything is more expensive, and all of this is part and parcel and in a plan and in perfect compliance with the rest of their plans on the geopolitical inter- international world. It's total collapse, folks, and it's as simple as that. Our next story here, Biden gets lost on stage, speaks complete gibberish. We'll show you these videos. Uh, again, it's just the, the poor Democrats, the poor Democratic people. You've got a literal ogre running for office in Pennsylvania who is now being joined by the by the mummy. I mean it's a who's who of uh, Halloween celebrities running the Democratic Party. The crypt keeper Joe Biden goes to meet uh, Frankenstein himself, John Fetterman, in Pennsylvania. And it's just as horrific and embarrassing as you would expect it to be. Again, we'll show you those videos later in the show. Australian bank begins linking customer transactions to carbon footprint. In another foretaste of a potential future carbon allowance limits, a major bank in Australia has introduced a new feature that links purchases to a customer's carbon footprint and warns them when they're going over the average. So yes, social credit score, courtesy of the World Economic Forum, and Bill Gates are coming down, soon to be linked with your digital ID and central bank digital coins. So your every purchase will be surveilled and tracked and rated on a carbon footprint that will be compared to your contributions to the overall world system. And uh, maybe you can sell your carbon uh, allotments to billionaires so they can fly their private jets. But it's all a shell game. It's all a scam. It's all a one big uh, control mechanism to absolutely enslave you and poor australia (laughs) poor australia they really have for the last several decades been the testing ground for the new world order and it all happened to start right around the time that there was a mass shooting and they gave up all of their guns so that's interesting hey speaking of oakland police want quote terminator style robot with shotgun the oakland police department is pushing for robots with a potentially lethal shotgun-like attachment according to the intercept oakland police and oakland police commission subcommittee a civilian oversight body discussed rules surrounding the city's use of military-grade police equipment in september according to california state law local police must be authorized by city leaders leaders before they can deploy military equipment and now they want a robot with a shotgun They say, but God forbid something does happen where it's the only option a member of the Oakland Police Commission said in a meeting, which I hate to say it, a robot with a shotgun may be our only hope. Something that a good guy has never said. (laughs) If you find yourself ever saying the terms, the phrase, a a robot with a shotgun may be our only hope, you, you are the bad guys now. Unfortunately, I hate to break that to you. Finally, we have this. Zelensky meets with Goldman Sachs for help countering misinformation and to beg for more money. Yes, folks, it's the banks versus humanity. The great battle lines are being drawn. Which side are you on? The technocratic, psychopath, control freak, billionaire bankers, or the rest of us? I guess now's the time to decide before things get a robot with a shotgun level. Don't let the globalist monsters and their mercenary minions be successful at silencing you. And the globalist's number one mission is to silence InfoWars because they rightly see us as one of the main beacons of resistance alerting the people, not just of America, but the world, to the threat of the globalist and their censorship and tyranny. That's why it's so essential today, now more than ever, to share links for InfoWars.com and to also financially support InfoWars.com at the most critical time on our fight by using promo code 1776 at checkout so you get an additional 10% off. These people are coming for your birthright. 
They're coming for your First Amendment. They admit once they've silenced us, they're coming for you. I am in your hands, and I'm asking for your support now. You have my commitment to never give up or back down, but I could give out without your support. Thank you for all your past support, and I'm encouraging you now to redouble your efforts at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776 for an additional 10% off on the already big sales and huge discounts. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years, and I knew they were planning all of this, and I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere. But I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you. And I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 of the promo code. The destination is InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back, ladies and gentlemen, to this Friday broadcast of the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. I told you we'd do it early, so that's what we're doing. one 789 2539 What I'd like you to do is uh, mosey on over to harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. Find a story that's linked there. There's dozens. And give us a call with your thoughts about it, if you'd heard about it, if you want to know more about it, whatever it is, that'll be our our guide here because, as always, we have just too much news to cover. So we'll look to our audience to guide us in our uh, direction here this morning. So offluence.news or harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. Go there, find a story, call in about it. The number to dial is one 789 Now, This morning, in our Daily Dispatch, we covered a couple things that I guess technically they're not totally linked. Like they're not like perfectly – it's not perfectly obvious how they're intertwined. But it feels like we need to zoom out and get a a bird's eye view of everything happening right now, all the pieces moving on the board to try to glean where we go from here and what exactly is – happening and you know again i guess we'll start with just the the widest possible view that we can which is what is the point of all this it's just question why why would the elites do what we say they're doing why would they choose to collapse the world economy it doesn't seem to make any sense but it's actually not all that complicated they want a new system the system that built the world that we know was one that was born out of a uh, feudal system but made the transition through bloodshed and freedom-loving people wrenching their basic rights away from unelected monarchies and taking them to themselves. 
And that's what laid the groundwork for the modern world. But the modern world was built on free capital enterprise, free enterprise trade, just simply individuals going out and doing what made them money. And it created the most free and prosperous and equitable society the world has ever seen. Specifically in America, but of course we exported this idea out to the rest of the world, and it's uh, worked very well at making the largest number of people in all of history rise out of poverty and actually have some level of comfort that they can achieve dignity. And that worked for a while, but now it's, it's gotten too much. It's gotten too far. It's too chaotic. It's too wild. It's too uncontrolled, and the people in power have decided that enough is enough, and they want a new system, a system where they're at the top and the rest of us are underneath. And if you really want to zoom out and you really want to get conspiratorial with it, their ultimate goal, their ultimate finish line is immortality, and along with the organizational technology that they are able to wield to try to bring about this future with them at the top and as a, as a supranational elite overclass amongst uh, above all of us. The technology to bring about infinite life is becoming tantalizingly close. And so they're doing everything they can to get in place a world system where a very few number of elite can have access to life extension technologies, whether it's uploading your consciousness to some sort of computer mainframe where you become the AI god and we are all just you know, circuits in Klaus Schwab's brain or whether it's literal just age reversal technology that allows people to live forever. That is an unsustainable advancement in – human achievement you can't have nobody die and people still being born so they had they are having to create a world in which the underclass not aren't just okay with being the only ones that die but actually are perfectly inured to it to where euthanasia will be seen as just a just another part of life it'll be brave new world i mean that's the model that they're going with and if you want to understand what this world will look like brave new world's a Pretty pretty good example, although you can imagine it more through a modern lens. I don't think Huxley grasped the degeneracy that would come along with the world that he was portraying. But that's essentially what they're what they're looking at: uh, the brave new world style of um, people, everybody living for everybody else. Nobody owns anything. Everybody belongs to everyone else. And at 65 or 70, you willfully and, and happily go to the execution chamber where you are dissolved into your component parts and recycled for f- use and furthering the, uh, the civilization. So that's what they're building towards. That's what they're moving towards. That's what they're going towards. And, of course, in order to achieve that, nobody's going to go along with it. So first they're collapsing this system. It's really not that complicated. Collapse this system, but collapse it in a way that you remain on top. Collapse it in a way that the collapse itself doesn't get out of control and we're left with like a French Revolution-style tit-for-tat decapitation marathon where they might get swept up in the whirlwind. They want to do this in a way like like they're sitting at the – at the top, at the peak of, of a house, they're sitting on the roof of a house and they're trying to demolish the house underneath them while maintaining their position at the very top of the heap. And 
they really think they're going to be able to achieve this. They really think they're going to be able to pull this off, and they're doing it in a variety of different ways, and it's obvious how they're doing it. In fact, I want to go to this video that you've probably seen on InfoWars you've been watching the last couple of days, Bill Gates on the European energy crisis. Now, he says it's good for them in the long run to freeze to death, and that's been the main point of showing this clip, but there's other stuff that he says here that gives greater insight into the schemes, plans, and tactics of the elite, and it happens in just the first few seconds of this clip. So let's go now to clip number two, and uh, we'll pause it and break it down for you. What you do? Well, BlackRock and Larry in particular are a great example of private sector leadership. Uh, stop right there. <laughs> just what? Just one second in. Let's go ahead and, uh, and deal with what we just heard. Uh, he's talking about Larry, uh, Larry Fink and BlackRock, who, by the way, managed the 2008 um, bailout and essentially became a proxy arm of the government with full capability to fund, defund, create money out of thin air and – uh, alter the course of the flow of capital uh, to benefit them and to be at the expense of everybody else. We also know, of course, they're the ones buying up huge swaths of houses, entire neighborhoods snapped up by these investment companies. So you will not own the house. You'll pay the same amount that you would have for a mortgage. But instead of at the end of it having a quarter million dollar piece of property in your name and your name alone, all of that will simply go towards your rent. And as soon as you stop paying, you're kicked out and you never actually own it in the first place. And they can remove you or limit your ability to create any lasting savings whatsoever. So that's what BlackRock is, stakeholder capitalism at its finest, the true rulers of the world and the owners of everything. And there's Bill Gates, uh, super scientist, uh, Bill Gates, doctor of mankind uh, celebrating Larry Fink and BlackRock. And again, that's just the first two seconds. We'll get into why he's praising these despicable psychopaths and their depopulation agenda on the other side. We'll return to that video and go out to your phone calls. I see the phone line's already filling up. The number to dal again, one 789 2539 We'll be back after this short commercial break. It's AmericanJournalInfoWars.com. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We will go out to your phone call shortly. I see a lot of people calling in about the COVID vaccines as it relates to children and the new mandate get to those calls in just a second. I just want to continue on just a little bit into this Bill Gates video and combine it with some of the 
uh, other stories that we have for today and talk about, again, the bird's eye view of what exactly is going on here. But again, we we return to the clip what we've uh, just heard. If you're just joining us, we just heard Bill Gates praise the likes of Larry F- uh, Fink and BlackRock for being leaders on the issue of transforming the economy. In this case, what he's referencing is BlackRock taking climate change into account, ESG essentially, the ESG scores, environmental social governance scores, a social credit score, if you will, for corporations enforced by banks who have no mandate, no right to do it, but are doing it to force people to comport to their worldview, which is one of transgender children and eating bugs and not owning anything. So uh, if you disagree with that, prepare to have your bank account drained and your business uh, deinvested. Uh, and this is a wonderful thing, according to Bill Gates. Let's hear why as he continues in this clip. Anyone who says that climate shouldn't be a factor in how you evaluate the future of a company, you know, isn't uh, that's not capitalism because Companies that have emissions, you know, they are going to be subject to uh, border adjustment tariffs or taxes. Uh, you also have to think about companies, you know, if you're dealing with uh, severe weather events, that's got to be factored in. Is the company right, ensuring uh, that? Or let's go ahead and, uh, and, and pause it right there. Do you, do you see what he's doing? Do you see what he's saying? So essentially if you're – so companies now will have – essentially carbon scores, how much carbon you produce. It's, again, totally arbitrary measurement. It means nothing, and it doesn't even comport to or justify with actual environmentalism itself. Like companies that are deforesting the rainforest and shipping goods to and from China three times before they ever get sold and are harvesting, you know, peaches and Argentina to ship to China to be packaged or Taiwan to be packaged and then shipping to Chicago to be sold. These people that are transporting goods across the Pacific Ocean on ships that pollute by themselves more than every car in the world combined, they'll be given a good score. Why? Because they give money to transgender hospitals or something equally ridiculous. So it's completely divorced from the actual value of the company. It's a totally arbitrary measure imposed upon the companies by the banks. Bill Gates is justifying this by saying, well, if you ignore climate in your you know, projection of your company – then that's not capitalism, he says. It's not capitalism because you're not taking into account what? Taxes and tariffs that who are advocating for it, that who exactly is bringing about the taxes and tariffs based on the same climate scam fake science that all of this is predicated on? People like Bill Gates. So Bill Gates takes credit for and says, I am responsible for the Inflation Reduction Act, which is in fact a climate change bill, which will have measures in it like the taxation of carbon. So he's the one imposing that, and then he's going to businesses and going, well, if you don't take this into account, then uh, you're, you're going to be in trouble. But it's also a complete failure or a complete – it's not even a failure because the dude understands what he's saying. He's a smart guy. Say what you want about him. The dude is smart. He understands, if nothing else, business, and he understands that businesses already take this stuff into account. You think businesses don't take severe weather risk into account when they're making deals? You don't think insurance companies – check your house and go, how likely is it that this house is flattened by a hurricane and that determines the rates that they give on the insurance? This is already taken into account. People already acknowledge this and take it into account when in the practice of capitalism. Obviously, everyone does this. So you don't need another imposition on top of that demanding that 
you lower your carbon or force your employees to eat bugs or whatever else they're suggesting that you do. So it doesn't make any sense. This is not capitalism. This is the ruling class imposing laws on the entire world that will crush small businesses, that the bigger businesses and bigger corporations will either A, be able to comply with the regulations because they have the money and the capital and the largesse to be able to actually pay off and the fines or or pay the consultants to come in and tell them how to make their company. But like they can pay for it. They can afford it. Small businesses can't. Or they'll simply be exempt from them like they were with the COVID restrictions. Like in the UK, they said if you come into the UK, you have a two-week quarantine period for everybody, absolutely everybody, unless you're in a big business. Unless you're with Google, unless you're with Raytheon, unless you're with any big company, then they waive those rules and you don't have to quarantine because rules for thee and not for we. Rules for you but not for us. So it will be the same thing with the climate change whatever. John Kerry will be flying around the planet in his private jet with impunity. You will not, however, because you're not as important as him, just like big companies will be able to circumvent or deal with the restrictions while smaller companies will simply be crushed by them and absorbed into those larger companies as the corporate world takes over. I mean that's the whole plan. It couldn't be more obvious. It is people like Bill Gates and Larry Fink of BlackRock, unelected politicians for all intents and and purposes. Uh, Bill Gates takes credit, says, I wrote the Inflation Reduction Act. Nobody voted for him. Nobody – he never had to present his ideas to the populace for approval. He simply imposes it by fiat because it's stakeholder capitalism, because this is the new economic model in which we're entering. And of course we have story after story that uh, goes along with this as they purposefully de-industrialize European states and uh, force the complete collapse of of industry on utterly – arbitrary and baseless uh, justifications. Will the European uh, – will the energy crisis crush European industry? Well, yes, that's the point of it. What is the energy crisis, by the way? It's a bunch of politicians shutting off the energy. Uh, there's not a crisis. It wasn't a, wasn't a, a, a sunspot. It wasn't a, an earthquake. It wasn't a tornado that did this. It was policies being pursued by psychopaths. Production in Germany is no longer competitive. CEO at world's largest steel manufacturer warns of crisis as plants shut down. And it's not just this one. It is a wave of shutdowns of production plants and industrial centers in Germany, again, on purpose because of the energy crisis, which is being caused by the dual one-two punch of the war in Ukraine. Totally arbitrary, totally sanctions on Russia, the decisions that politicians have made. Not necessary, not totally by choice that's happening. It's the one punch. The other punch, of course, is just the World Economic Forum dictating to nations how to operate their business in places like the Netherlands, actually expropriating farmland from farmers to make a one-world, three-city area where they'll simply import people from the third world to replace the farmers that they've kicked off their land and the second-largest food-exporting country in the entire world will be rendered completely uh, infertile. So incredible. Biden inflation rises to 12.8 as Americans are watching their paychecks and savings disappear. Again, as they just are, they are by proxy looting your bank account as we speak. Australian bank begins linking customer transactions to carbon footprint. So this won't just be in a corporate fashion. This will be uh, imposed on individuals as well. uh, Zelensky meets with Goldman Sachs to to ask for help, quote, counteracting misinformation and to beg for money, which again, 
how much money could he possibly need? This is insane. But the important part about this is the countering misinformation. In other words, use your power as banks, as manipulators and movers of finance to bankrupt people that don't censor in the way that we want them to. Because again, it's not elected officials that are doing this. It's not the scions of long-lived noble families. It's unelected banking nepotistic scumbags that are just doing this. They're just doing it. Nobody told them they could. Nobody – they never asked anybody. Nobody voted on it. They're just doing it and daring all of us to stop them, which I think we should. And then we have the final story. Oakland police want Terminator-style robot with shotguns. Tells you really where we're entering into with the uh, future of the world, where all of these dictates and all of these mandates imposed by banks, voted on by nobody except for the super elite for their own benefit. They will have their dictates enforced by unthinking AI shotguns and machine guns and robot dogs like the ones they have in Israel that are even now watching and waiting with a a barrel full of lead and a mind programmed people who despise you. Look, it's not hype that InfoWars has changed the world. It's not hype that your support of InfoWars is the reason we were able to do this. So I salute you and I thank you. Now, you know about fluoride, the bad halogen on the periodic table. Well, high-quality iodine is the good halogen and does the opposite of fluoride. And when you've got it in your body, it doesn't just supercharge your cells. It doesn't just give you more energy. It doesn't just boost your immune system. But it also blocks the bad halogens in the fluoride, chlorine, bromide, bromine family. So, ladies and gentlemen, it takes about two weeks for X3 to kick in on average. Take a few drops every day. And almost everyone has dramatic results. Plus, it funds the info war. So what do you have to lose but taking action? Experience X3, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com right now for 50% off. Experience tri-iodine. Learn about the iodine fluoride conspiracy. Learn how to counter the fluoride and fund the info war and empower your life at InfoWarsStore.com. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Okay. Because... One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto. Fund Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep doing it. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection. Objection. All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll go out to your phone calls this segment, I promise. I know I'm spending longer than I expected on this, but hey, we're talking about the entire globe being forcibly reformatted for the benefit of uh, the self selected elite. So, yeah, it, it gets a little complicated, but. As crew was pointing out, it's it's as simple as that classic cliche of problem, reaction, solution. Only in this case, 
it's problem, reaction, solution that causes a new problem that invokes a reaction whose solution causes a whole host of other problems. If you just think about the gain-of-function research that went on, they were doing it. They were the ones who created and manufactured the chimera COVID disease in a lab. They are responsible for releasing it. They caused the outbreak of the virus. They are the ones that imposed lockdown, which destroyed the economy, which forced them to print more money, which caused the inflation, which is causing the depression now. I mean, it's it, it, it literally is like the old lady that swallowed a fly and then she swallows a spider and then she swallows a frog and then she swallows a cat, right? It, everything they do just opens up the door to even greater experimentation on their behalf that always, universally and without exception, accrues power unto themselves, deprives it of the rest of humanity, centralizes and consolidates economic and political power in the unelected and supranational international system of organizations every single time without exception. And when you look at the problems actually facing the planet like PFAS and uh, the forever chemicals, plastics being found in fresh snow into Antarctica, the entire world being poisoned by estrogen mimickers causing the total collapse of entire ecosystems and at the end of the day, the entire biosphere if we don't get a handle on this thing. Those are not talked about in ESG. Those aren't what they're concerned about. The poisons that are actually saturating our entire natural world are not punished. No, they, those will continue to be spread. Those will continue to be used. In, and even things like biofuel, where they're cutting down entire swaths of old growth Canadian and Virginian forest to burn the wood for fuel rather than use coal. It's all a complete and total scam that's doing absolutely nothing to save the environment or the climate, but they are claiming it is so that they have the imperative of saving the world on their side so they get to do whatever the hell they want no matter how restrictive and evil it seems because, well, the other option is uh, the world ending, so you get to let them do whatever they want. And of course, on top of it all, China alone releases more air pollutants than the rest of the world combined by magnitude of you know factors of magnitude so uh if they were actually serious about this every company doing business with china would face massive economic hurdles in order to do that they would be punished economically for dealing with china since china is single-handedly destroying the entire world to a greater degree than the rest of us combined but of course everything's moving to china and they're investing massively in china because they're ridiculous satanic hypocrites that don't give a flying crap about anything that they profess to believe. So just so we're clear on what's going on here, it's sick, destructive, world-ending machinations that we're all aware of, and they're just doing it. So with that, we go out to the phone calls. Uh, I understand a lot of people are calling in about the vaccine mandate. Elizabeth from South Carolina has called in about the kids' vax mandate. She's a mom running for the school board there in South Carolina. Thank you for calling in, Elizabeth. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison, how are you? Good, thank you. Good, yeah, I was just calling in, um, listening to your show for a while, but never called in before, but it, we really are in a time where this is the most unsatisfying, I told you so, ever. Right. Um, we, we've been screaming these things from the rooftops for almost two years, you know, listening to you and Owen and Alex Jones, you know, was, we, we knew that this was going to be the, in the tea leaves, this is where we were going to end up, and I, I told my friends, my family, everyone, you know, this is what's going to happen. It's going to be a, a vax mandate for the kids. This is where they're going. And it was like, no, shut up. You're crazy. Um, 
yep. for, for years. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, what led me to run to the school board. But um, that's really not why I'm calling in. But just to get your opinions on, you know, just the fact that after listening to Alex for, for almost 30 years, you know, scream these things from the rooftops and nobody listening. Um, but, you know, Alex could have, he could have gone and taken his family and, and, and left for the hills and just kind of let everybody deal with it. But he didn't. And he, he stayed and he fought and he's made this InfoWars message for, for the masses who didn't understand it. Um, and I think that's where we as info warriors need to be, um, just continuing to do these things for the people who don't understand, uh, you know, what's going on. Because I was talking to some constituents yesterday and, or no, I'm sorry, two days ago, and they were just, oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. What are you talking about? And I'm like, they, they tell you right in your face, you know? Right. Yeah, it's not even, it's not even hidden anymore. You're right. It's, it's so strange that uh, forever we thought, like, well, if we could just expose this, people would see it for what it is, and then we could, we could stop doing it. Because everything that they're doing, as we always point out, it's the choices that they're making, it's policies they're pursuing. And so the, you know, the answer is just to say no to them, just to stop them from doing what they're doing. Same thing like at the border. It's like, how do we stop all these millions coming across? It's like, well, you just say no. You just go, okay, you can't come anymore, and then it's over. Just like that. It's a choice everybody's making. And it's, it is. It's depressing knowing that now it's all out in the open and people are just going along with it. I mean, that's the greatest coup that the New World Order has been able to pull off, Elizabeth. Absolutely. And I, you know, my opinion, and a lot of people ask me, you know, running for school board, why? And a lot of people, you know, I could have pulled my kids out and homeschooled at any time in this process. But I did always say, you know, two years ago, I was like, look, when they bring that vax mandate down on these children, that will be the final straw. Because I recognize that even though I have the ability to get my kids out of school and homeschool them, there's thousands of parents across the country that for whatever reason, they can't. And we can't just leave, you know, these other kids to these woke hard wolves, you know? Yeah. Um, so we, we kind of do what we can, and that's why I believe this election coming up is so important, because this is the final straw that we are trying to do the right thing in the right way in the correct terms that is, you know, in our laws to do, and then after that, well, who knows? Well, but th- that's the greatest, that's the greatest revelation to have, is that uh, it, the, the whole idea of just picking up and running away has been a self-defeating attribute of the conservative party for way too way 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 too long uh that people go well i'll just homeschool my kid and get him out of there no i don't just want this stuff not being taught to my kids i don't want this stuff being taught to any kids i don't want this stuff being taught to my neighbor's kids or my my kids friends so yeah you can't just ignore what's going on in schools and take your family away from it uh that's frankly selfish you have to stay and fight for everybody for the people that don't realize this is happening and with people that as you point out don't have the ability to homeschool their kids they need champions too and and that's what i think is an important revelation that we've made over the last couple years as we uh, move away from the more libertarian or or whatever you want to call it idea of like just move to the woods it's like you don't think they'll find you in the woods they're gonna they're gonna take your city and then they're going to come to the woods so you might as well stand up in the city and stop this ball rolling uh you know mid uh mid-path. Thank you so much for that call, Elizabeth. Let's go now to Simon in Florida, who has some good news on the vax mandate with some important geopolitics in the mix. Thanks for calling in, Simon. You're on the air. Hello there, Harrison. Pleasure to speak with you again. Good to hear from you. Well, um, many people were um, upset yesterday because the um, Texas Health and Human Services website was specifically saying on it that um, children preparing to go to school um, in Texas should take all vaccines recommended by the CDC. And I myself, um, you know, reached out to both of the Texas senators, the attorney general, and also the governor regarding this issue that was brought up originally by somebody on Twitter. And um, 
unfortunately, the website has now been changed um, overnight in order to remove that reference that, as it stood, would have immediately applied to the recommendation that was made yesterday. But I would like to draw the audience's attention to a, a Texas court case that went to the Supreme Court and another one from Massachusetts. And I'm not going to go over these in detail and chew up people's time because I know a lot of your audience want to express their opinions on this matter. But I would very, very strongly implore people to read the short Supreme Court of the United States judgment regarding a case called Zook, which is spelled Z-U-C-H-T versus King from 1922 that regards the San Antonio School District and vaccination mandates in both public and private schools that went to the Supreme Court. And then the follow-up case, which is called Prince, as in the son of the king, versus Massachusetts from 1944, neither of which have been overruled in any regard whatsoever. And indeed, the real concept that everyone needs to be worried about is called state police powers, and that issue was reaffirmed by the Supreme Court when the Ohio GOP Solicitor General took the issue of the vaccine mandate for company employees in companies that were um, over 100 plus. So unfortunately, people are trying to get respite, but the situation is still very, very dangerous for their children. I'll hold over the break if you like. Uh, well, we, we uh, are going to start the second hour on the other side, but we are going to revisit this. And I've been taking notes as as you've been talking. Uh, but, yeah, we've pulled up the Texas website that you were referencing and the way they changed the language. So we'll show that. Yeah, we'll hold you over. Stay on the line, Simon. We'll, we'll return with Simon on the other side for the second hour. Stay with us. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. gentlemen second hour has begun we're talking about the childhood vaccine mandate here's what the texas department of health and human services website said as of yesterday when this image was posted by brian e harrison on twitter he says this language is a big problem for uh, after what cdc just did and it's under the back to school 
vaccine section on the website. And it originally said back to school means a long to-do list in a short time. That's why it's smart to make an appointment to get your child uh, immunized now, whether heading to kindergarten, junior high or college. Quote, children need all CDC recommended vaccines. Ask your child, ask your healthcare provider. But now if we go to the new or the, the same page, but recently updated from the Texas Department of Health and Human Services, you see that they have removed that language about the CDC. They say it's smart to get your child immunized, whether heading to kindergarten, junior high or college. And then the part about all CDC, uh, all CDC recommended vaccines has been removed. And now it just says, ask your healthcare provider about your child's protections. Uh, you also have, and everybody more or less has this, and, and this is all predicated or uh, basically made legal by the Supreme Court rulings that Simon was referencing there. And that is that every state essentially has to give you a ability to avoid vaccines through a uh, ex- exemption of conscience. And so if you go – and all I did was just search you know, vaccine um, – I can't remember what I searched, but it's, it's uh, vaccine exemption. Yeah, I, I guess I just searched Texas vaccine exemption school, something like that. It's easy to find. You can search it on Google, uh, and there are links. I just printed out the web page here, but it's facts about school vaccine exemptions for reasons of conscience. They ask, how do I obtain a vaccine exemptions for reasons of conscience for my child? And essentially you just need to – request a writing and they mail it to you and you can go and get it uh, notarized or whatever you have to do it they do make you go through uh, they make you jump through a few hoops but you can avoid any vaccine mandates for public or private school with these waivers and i believe because of the supreme court decisions it's actually illegal for them to reject you based on this Uh, do i have that right simon um, unfortunately, not Harrison. You are correct that the forms exist, and that um, that they're allowing medical and religious exemptions. Unfortunately, the concept of state police powers is that the state government has absolute control over its residents, especially the medical well-being of the resident children, overriding any parent wishes. Mm. And this is specifically to do with vaccinations in both private and public schools. So that first case is Zucht versus King, 1922. And the second one is Prince versus Massachusetts from 1944. And so... The real concern is that um, in states that have not exerted state preemption, where you have a Republican governor, and you've seen five come out yesterday saying, we will not do this. If the decision as to whether or not this is to be implemented has been delegated to the counties or the individual school districts, as was the case in Texas, at the time of that case from 1922, then even if the governor was saying, we don't want you to do this, the independent, keyword independent, school district was saying, well, under the state constitution, you've given us the power to make these decisions for our local people. Right. And we're saying it is necessary, and the Supreme Court backed them up. And that's the problem. Well, 
uh, all, all I know, well, in, uh, maybe it's different in Texas and other states. I know uh, Texas is, um, like, they pretty much have to, I know, because I've got friends and family that have uh, that have done it. It may be different in other states, but the point is that you can't just give in to this. And even if you are able to get exemptions, they won't tell you that. All the websites will say, no, you have to do it. They don't tell you about the exemptions, but they are there. So you got to look for them. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. You know, it's funny. Whenever Alex Jones goes out of town, you get this dichotomous reaction. Uh, Some people feel one way. Some people feel another. But a lot of times this one person will feel both ways. They're not happy. Nobody's happy when Alex Jones is not in the chair. Nobody's nobody's happy when when he takes time off because we... We like hearing from him every day. We want to know his take on the current events. So it's like people tune in and go, oh, Alex Jones is is out. He's on vacation. Darn it. But he deserves it and he should really take more vacation. You know, it's always like, dang it, Alex is gone. Shoot. We want to see him. But also he should really take more vacation because he's he's overworking himself. So it's sort of this schizophrenic reaction to Alex being gone. Uh, but, you know, one of the reasons that he's not able to stay away for an an appropriate amount of time, a reasonable amount of time, a time that any other human being would require just to maintain the level of energy and activity that he uh, exhibits on a continual basis. Like I I need my – I don't do a fourth of as much work as Alex Jones does, but I still need two days a week to disconnect from stuff and and try to maintain some semblance of mental health. Uh, Alex is is a bull in this regard and just powers on regardless. But one of the reasons he's – he doesn't take more breaks and just being totally upfront and honest with y'all is because uh, Alex Jones brings in a lot of money. People tune in to watch Alex Jones and they see the commercials and they see the products and decide to try it out. And uh, it allows us to stay on air and allows us to continue to function and operate and actually expand uh, when people go to InfoWarsStore.com and, and purchase products. And if Alex Jones isn't in the chair, people tune out. They don't watch. They you know, just don't watch the level that they normally do. And it's a bummer because, you know, Owen Schroyer has uh, really come into his own <laughs> recently and is, uh, in, in my opinion, you know, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to inflate Owen's ego too much. I'm not going to, going to pump his head up any bigger than it needs to be, but look, the, the, the dude's good. Um, but it's just the truth. It's just, it's just the fact of the matter that, uh, when Alex Jones takes a vacation, uh, People don't support us as much, and it's uh, kind of a bummer. And honestly, if you want him to be able to go on vacations more and take and take care of himself, then we need to not let that happen. And uh, when Alex Jones is out, just double down your support and show that he can take a break. He can take a rest. He doesn't need to be firing on all cylinders at all times uh, for his audience to support him. So uh, please do go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. And it's also my fault. I spent this whole first hour talking, haven't plugged a single time, which is just foolish of me because we really do need income to stay on air. We really are under massive attack right now, and every dollar is that much more important to us in our survival. So please go to 1776coin.com, uh, use the promo code 1776, go to uh, com to take advantage of the 1776 super sale. Use the promo code 1776-1776 for an additional 10% off, massive discounts on incredible products, and just to double down and, and make the purchase right now if you haven't ever before or if you have before and are thinking about maybe making another order, just go ahead and 
uh, do it now, if you will, please, just to show Alex Jones that even with him not at the helm, the ship will still sail. And again, that's just that's just up being that's just us being upfront with you about how how this all works. And and honestly, it's just like I wish Alex Jones could take two weeks off and go clear his head in Hawaii or something. But if that means that suddenly we're not able to pay our bills, then that's just not possible. And so let's let's not let that happen. And instead, just go now to InfoWarsStore.com and support us as we give Alex the very well-earned a time off that he deserves. And with that, we go out to your phone calls. And Nicole in Florida has called in about how to get an exemption to the vaccine mandates. Thanks for calling in, Nicole. You are on the air. Hello, Mr. Smith. How are you doing? Hi, good. Thank you. Good. Um, so I've always been vaccine hesitant, but I used to believe the benefits outweighed the risks. And my oldest two were vaccinated before school, changed my mind, and my youngest just started pre-K. So he had had some of his shots, and all I had to do was go to my local Florida Department of Health, filled out a sheet with his name, birth date, other information. They called me up to the window, and I said, I need a vaccination exemption for going into pre-K. And they looked him up in the system. They said, well, we see he's had a lot of his shots. I was like, yes, he has, but we're not getting any more. And she goes, okay, well, go ahead and have a seat, and I'll have paperwork ready for you in a minute. I thought I was going to have to argue my case, explain why we weren't getting it. Nope, they called me back up. Here you go. They handed me an exemption. I was in and out in less than 20 minutes. I didn't have to pay anything. It was super easy. I wish I had done it with my older two. Yeah, that's great. So that that's how it works in Florida. And again, it is state by state. So yeah, states like Florida and Texas, I guess maybe they're just easier than than other states. I know I had friends from California that it was not that not quite that simple uh, for them, but it, it can be easy and Again, they'll they'll act like you can't get an exemption. If you go to the website, it'll be like, nope, it's required. So it's totally mandatory. Every child has to get it. They don't have a little thing going unless you get exempt, in which case all of this means nothing and you can just do whatever you want. Like they don't tell you that. So you have to be you know, uh, you have to be the the one doing things here. They're not going to spoon feed it to you. They're not going to say you have to get your mandate or you can fill out this card, your choice. Like they don't do that. So you have to go and you know, agitate for this or, or, you know, make it happen yourself. And also if your school board is making the choice to impose this and mandate it, not provide you an exemption, then you've got to get involved and, uh, and make a difference on your local level because that's where these decisions are being made. And that's where you can have the biggest effect. So thank you for that, Nicole. Great stuff. Uh, let's go to, uh, David in California. Cause you're also talking about the CDC mandate and how we fight back against that and I just invoked your state as an example of where it might be more difficult. Thanks for calling in, David. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. I'm calling back again. How are you doing this morning? Good, thank you. Um, we talked about the whole uh, my school board candidacy and stuff like that. And after seeing the CDC voting thing that they're trying to push on the children, I, too, am fighting back as best I can with part of my candidacy. Um, it goes back to the parental rights thing. Like you were saying, we need to make sure that our parents are waking up and going and being doing, being doing having the due diligence to make sure that they're um, being a part of their child's lives as well as not just their educational side but their medical side as well because they're right to do that. And it, like, like you said, it actually is pretty hard to get the exemption out here. I had to go to a different state to get my exemption, and I've had nine open-heart surgeries, and they oh keep forcing gosh. this thing on me. I remember you calling in about that. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I'm just I'm I I'm just telling. I went onto the site the other day when they had like it was like one day left to 
put in our, our notes to let them know, hey, no, don't do this. Uh, I was able to get in there, able to send that out. So you guys can find me on that list. Um, definitely here trying to push back. And it's it's scary. Yeah. To, for being able to, like, they have a survival rate that's even higher than us, and you want to push it on them? doesn't make any sense. The, they have no? a survival rate that is just about as close to 100% as you can possibly get, 99.9997% survival rate for 0 through 19-year-olds. That's the latest numbers that we covered uh, earlier this week. Thank you so much uh, for the call, David. We only have a little bit of time left in this segment. And I want to read this thread from Liz Wheeler since it – corresponds to everything that we're talking about here. She says, remember the names of the 15 doctors who voted no conflict yes to put COVID vax on the childhood schedule. A few years down the road, you'll forget them, but they'll be rich from big pharma jobs waiting for them. This is child sacrifice for cash. Here's how it works. Pfizer and Moderna currently have zero liability when their vaccines harm people. This is because the government declared a public health emergency and because both mRNA vaccines got emergency use authorization, for, so neither manufacturer is liable for them, which is insane. But what happens when public health emergencies is lifted. Well, Pfizer and Moderna would then be liable for harm caused by their jabs unless the VAX qualifies for the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, which is also an insane program. It shields VAX manufacturers from liability because once upon a time, VAX manufacturers didn't want liability. Quote, I wonder why not. So they threatened the government that they'd stop producing vaccines unless the government took over liability. So government did. Now every VAX is subject to a tax and government uses that tax to pay VAX injured people. And you can learn the entire history of this in the the real Anthony Fauci book by uh, RFK where they talk about exactly how this process took place and how the uh, liability was, yeah, just a mafia move by the – pharmaceutical companies. She continues, in order to qualify for the natural uh, National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, which would shield Pfizer and Moderna from all liability, then they must be recommended either for kids or pregnant women by the CDC. So what we're seeing is corrupt, evil CDC bureaucrats who will cash out to Big Pharma in two or three years and enjoy cushy thank you jobs for making it so Pfizer and Moderna are never held accountable for any harms their vaccines cause ever. Unbelievably sick the way these people are playing with your children's lives. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago, and it was a moderate seller. But as folks tried Vitamin Mineral Fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall best seller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin Mineral Fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there, but this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the info war. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting Vitamin Mineral Fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year, and I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena, there's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. And it's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is 
funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks tons of calls to go to still some pretty good videos to show i was actually going to show this video earlier and i forgot to so heck we'll play it now let's go to clip number one since this is sort of the sort of the final stage of the process that i was describing in the first hour the problem reaction solution the final key to this is or just like you know david ike predicted back in 2008 practically you have Scarcity, you have collapse, which brings about scarcity, which brings about rationing, which gives the government total control. And what the end stages of this look like, uh, what, what this might look like, is already taking place in China, where they're continuing their mass experimentation on the populace as to just what they'll put up with and what they can be forced to endure under the name of public health and safety. As World Economic admitted, World Economic Forum admitted in a recent article saying COVID-19 was a big test for humanity to see what outrageous, nonsensical, baseless orders they will follow when they're put into a uh, state of total and absolute paralyzing fear. That's what they said. They said, uh, you know, COVID-19 showed us that a lot of things that you didn't think people would do, they would actually do if they were put in a particular situation. And they were saying this, of course, in terms of how do we get people to go along with climate change dictates. It was all a big experimentation. That experimentation continues in China at a pace. So let's go now to clip number one as we see what the end result of this is, full-on state-enforced lockdown and rationing on a massive scale. Let's watch you see a truck going. They've got little tiny bags of food that they're putting through little windows in doors for families that are locked inside. I mean, it looks like nothing more than you know, yeah. lunchtime in the prison isolation unit. So, again, that, that's happening in China. China entire cities are still locked down to the extent that people are welded inside of their homes and unable to leave their domiciles. And so trucks of rice are being driven around with authorities from the state who are not locked down, by the way, and also I'm willing to bet a lot of money are not under the same starvation rationing that they're imposing on the rest of the civilians – uh, drive around and deliver rice, bags of rice to the uh, people imprisoned inside. So you, all you have to do is look at the statements of world leaders in Western countries, including people like the guy who was just appointed in the UK as their like head economic manager who were quite literally salivating over China and going, man, if only we could do what China did. If only we had the control that China has over their people. They really are the model for the future. They really are the model civilization. So when you wonder what 
what fantasies dance in their minds, it's that. It's state agents going door-to-door delivering food to the obedient. Stuck in China's COVID lockdown, people plead for food and medical care. I'll plead all you want. Unfortunately, you're in a communistic society where your pleas go unanswered. Ridiculous, but there it is. A little, little vision into our future if we go the way that the globalists are trying to guide us. With that, we go back out to your phone calls. Terrence in Virginia wants to talk about the vaccine protocol. Thanks for calling in. Terrence, you're on the air. Yes. Um, first, first of all, I would like to plug your X2, X3, and your magnesium. I will allow and, it. Okay. And uh, I have two two things. Uh, first of all, um, not too long ago, Dr. Karen McDay, he, um, he had, had uh, potential protocols for the vaccinated like bathing in Epsom salt, bathing in baking soda, bathing in uh, borax, and or or taking bentonite clay castles, which binds up the metal. And of course, Google demonized it, and you can find it on uh, on DuckDuckGo. And and uh, second of all, um, do, you, do you have a pencil? Uh, are you taking notes? Uh, always. Um, are you familiar with Humite Tech? Uh, say it again. Humite Tech. H U M A I T E C H. No, I'm not. Well, it is a tech tech firm. Look, it's uh, it's based in L.A. and their whole shtick is to um resurrect the dead using nanotechnology in 30 years. And guess what? The, the death shots have nanotechnology in them, and mm. there's all, also videos uh, on YouTube, and there are articles on, like, uh, .go once again. So what I want to know from you is, that is, is this the, the goal of scientists all the long was to kill the vaccinated in order to resurrect them at a later, later time? Whoa. Like, uh, like, like uh, imitating... Uh, God breathing our breath of life, uh, res- resurrecting the, the dead vaccinated. It's, it's also via. So what are your thoughts? I hadn't heard of that. That's that's creepy. So it's like by vaccinating them, you're priming the body. You're, you're reconfiguring the body to then be able to be resurrected through nanotechnology later. I hadn't heard that, but I'm not, I'm not willing to rule any level of evil out when it comes to the, the people in charge right now. Uh, but I had I hadn't heard of that. But yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, all you have to do is search it out. Every once in a while, like some billionaire will come out and just be like, "Yes, we are on the cusp of reversing aging, and I will live forever." And then like the story gets quietly brushed away. I don't. The billionaires don't want people to know that they're on the cusp of life extension technology that will uh, give them, you know, permanent life. They 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 want people to think it's cool and like. But don't think about it too much because otherwise it becomes obvious what type of world would be required to have such a technology. Again, this is their ultimate goal, it's, it's, and it's why there's a spiritual aspect to this is it's because they quite literally believe that – they believe in the Bible. They just believe in the inverse reading of it, that God was keeping Adam and Eve in prison in the Garden of Eden and Satan came to free them and that – Everything the serpent told them was true and that – remember the serpent is the main – 
promise he gave was that you two will be as gods. And so they literally see themselves as immortal beings. They will live forever and they will have immortality technology that not everybody can have. Not everybody can have it. No, a very small number of people will be immortal. And by serving them and by you know, being slaves to them, then you perhaps will be gifted with this technology and be able to join their ranks of the immortal. That will be the ultimate carrot they dangle over humanity as they rule us forever. That's their vision. That's their vision, okay? And here's a story from uh, March 2021 that is – becoming increasingly more important call for human rights protections on emerging brain computer interface technologies as we see more and more stories about brain computer interfaces some people at least are calling for some sort of human rights protection in this regard some sort of protection for the basic function of human beings and our brains to be able to actually operate without outside interference this is all, all – all of this agenda is moving us towards transhumanism. You thought transgender bathrooms were bad? Try transhuman bathrooms. Try tr- transdimensional demons ruling the world, and we'll see what the uh, trans agenda truly leads to. We'll be back with more of your phone calls after this. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us, won't you, today? Don't, don't make Alex beg. We've all heard of interventions. With a family member or a friend or a co-worker that's on drugs or alcohol and is in a bad place and they need family and friends to come to their aid and talk to them and get them into rehab. Well, it's the same thing for America and the rest of the world. When it comes to critical vitamins and minerals that your body must have to live and people don't listen and they don't supplement, it's literally an intervention. I lead an incredibly stressful life. I don't claim to be Mr. Health, but if I wasn't taking products like X3... InfoWarsStore.com, I could not continue to do what I'm doing today. The energy, the stamina, the, the libido, the immune system boost is incredible. And despite the fact that selling out X3 is 50% off right now exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. There's a run on iodine happening right now because of the war. We're not selling it for that. We're selling it for what it does for your immune system and your focus and clarity. Get X3 today, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com while supplies last. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, info warriors of all ages, of all races, colors, and creeds. Welcome to the last line of human defense welcome to the battlefield we have a lot of videos uh, still to show lots of stuff still to cover tons of calls good lord to get to in the next 30 minutes before we welcome in the third hour our guests our guests doug casey in the first half talking about the war in ukraine and the almost inevitability at this point that our leadership gets us into nuclear conflict over that country and in particular the gremlin that runs it and We'll be joined by Piers Corbin, who will be talking about his experience as an outspoken climate realist, climate activist against the nonsensical so-called climate activists that are routinely gluing themselves to paintings and setting themselves on fire in the UK. Total madness. We'll go out to your phone calls momentarily. I do – I got to cover this, and it's almost like I don't cover this as much as I could because – 
I need to cover other things in the show. If I spent all day, every day, just covering the embarrassing horror show that is the Biden administration and just Biden himself and his activity and the videos that come out with him doing things, it would be a full-time job. I would not have time to cover anything else ever when you have Joe Biden rambling like a psychotic as he stumbles around looking like Frankenstein's first abortive attempt at creating a monster. I mean it's it's pathetic and embarrassing it is shameful that our country is actually allowing this to go on and uh, every single day i could show you videos of biden's brain in real time breaking down like a 1987 you know ford explorer like it's just it's it's sad it's pathetic it's embarrassing it's frankly dangerous and i'm just covering it now because yesterday joe biden went and campaigned for a little barnstorming session for old John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, and it is truly a masterclass in clown world. It is absurdity to a level. It's pronounced Fatterman. It's pronounced Fatterman. We don't Frank. like to weight shame anybody here, but what's the over under on his max weight? What do you think it was? It's not even the weight. It's the it's the ogreness. It, it's that Shrek is running for. Office. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody likes Shrek, though. Shrek's That's the man. True. That's true. I don't he's wanna, not the, I don't he's like bes- the opposite of Shrek. I don't want to besmirch the, the fine reputation of Shrek. Shrek, Shrek is love. <laughs> Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Forgot about so that one. That was a good one. Google that. So we're going to go to this clip now. Is a reporter trying to ask Fetterman a question? Joe Biden went to campaign with Fetterman. Fetterman didn't say a single word. He didn't speak to journalists. He didn't give a speech. He seemingly incapable of doing so so vote for him obviously but again it's just you've got an ogre and a zombie walking around i guess it's the halloween it's it's the october surprise in this case is that we're we're being run by the display section at a halloween store we're being run by uh, spirit halloween store employees dressed up in their best costumes i mean it's it's um Halloweenish. It's it's horrific. It's truly spooky. What's happening with the Democratic Party these days? As the the who's who of uh, Halloween monsters are campaigning on the trail in Pennsylvania. Let's go to clip eight here. R- reporter tries to ask Fetterman a question. Fetterman runs away, hobbles away, lurches away. I think a lurch is the appropriate uh, way to describe his movement style. <laughs> It'll be a good name for him, frankly. <laughs> we'll just call him Lurch from now on. Lurch Fetterman. Uh, he lurches away, and then Biden hears what the what the reporter is saying, and he comes he comes storming over again like a dead-eyed zombie from The Walking Dead. And uh it's it frankly sh- sends shivers down your spine. Uh, let's watch uh this this exchange take place, and let's all Say a quiet prayer for the fate of this once great country. Let's watch. <laughs> Something like that. He, the, the witches cackle. There's clearly a witch there. His wife kind of looks like a witch. Now. Why did you decide to appear together now? Fetterman scrambling away. Sir, why don't more candidates Here comes the, oh, here's the walk. Oh, God, the walk. Oh, God. All right, hold on. Let's pause it. Let's pause it right there. Let's pause it because we're going to hear what Joe Biden has to say. 
But there's just something about the way Joe Biden walks towards somebody when he realizes that they're saying something disparaging to him. We say it all like it, you don't want to – I don't want to make Joe Biden seem like he's more capable or respectable or has gravitas that he doesn't deserve. But the dude is clearly like a mafia don. Like he's this smiling. He's always just like got this goofy big smile on his face. But then someone's like, um, sir, some people are saying that you're not doing that great. What do you – and you just see his smile fade and he gets this just like vicious look in his eye. And you saw it on the campaign trail when he's shoving his finger in people's faces. He just flips a switch to you know, uh, uh, uncontrollable jackass in, in a single second. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You never seen this one? I've never seen this one. We put, well, <laughs> but but this is I mean, but but we all see it. The man is a is a jackass. The man is a entitled jackass of the highest caliber. That would just I mean, you can only imagine what he's like in private because this is the way he is in public. But again, what we see here is he hobbles towards a person that he sees as as insulting him. Hey, fat! How about you do a push up contest with me right now? Stat. Yeah, he's a jack. I mean, and, and he's just he's got this th- just ever so thin veneer of likability and, and jovialness that just shatters the instant that he receives just the slightest pushback. And what we're seeing right there, it's giving me PTSD flashbacks. I can only imagine what Ashley Biden has to experience. I mean, this is it's probably what she sees every time she still to this day gets in the shower, this image of uh, her her hobbling old dad approaching her, just uh, walking with that step. Oh, time for a shower. Is it Ashley? Mind if I join you? I mean, this must be what she sees in her nightmare, this exact walk. So, okay, enough about the walk. We just, you know, it's his soul emanating and we can, we can feel it. Every, every good-hearted person in the world flinches when the, when the Frankenstein monster comes to life. Um, so let's, let's see Frankenstein. See the, I guess a better one would be Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Except in this case, uh, Mr. Hyde is the real person and Dr. Jekyll is the fake you know, uh, outfit he puts on uh, in front of the cameras. So again, let's go to this and let's hear the the snapping, biting comeback from this sharp and intelligent, the most powerful man in the world has just been told that some Democrats see him as toxic. They don't want him campaigning for them, you know, because of his failures, because he's such a ridiculous, embarrassing failure who is presiding over the collapse of the entire country. So Democrats want to avoid association with him. And that's what this reporter is asking about. Let's hear the biting, snapping, top of the line, most powerful person in the world response from Joe Biden. Let's hear it. What are you talking about? Tim Ryan in Ohio said he doesn't want you there. Warnock said wouldn't say. Do you think they're making a mistake? No, they're by 16 there. I've already gone in for you and a lot more last. Another 20 or so. So I'm going to be going in. Yep. Yeah, no, just sheer gibberish. Just literal, complete, incomprehensible gibberish. That's what Joe Biden. That's Joe 16, Biden. 49, right blue 42. Yeah, remember when, uh, remember when Trump took a little bit long to uh, walk down a, a, a wet, slippery metal ramp and uh, there were calls the next day and for months after to get him out of office because he's not mentally capable? Joe Biden just said – just spent 15 seconds and didn't say a single comprehensible word. I mean, what? We can go to it again. Let's go to clip number seven here. 
Uh, apparently what he said is no, there by 16 there, I've already gone in for yet and a lot more grass, another 20 or 21. So I'll be going 48. Uh, up there, up there with ask not what you can do for your, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do. We're right up there with the, the greatest quotations of all time. Let's hear again from our president of the United States. Tim Ryan in Ohio said he doesn't want you there. Warnock said... This is the guy who's going to get us into nuclear war, folks. Can't even make it through a single word. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement from your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page. It's actually good. We should do a... Uh, you in Bitcoin, yes? Yes. Ethereum, right? Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Donate now. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. X3. X3. It stands for triiodine, or all three types of iodine that the body needs to be healthy and survive and thrive. It boosts your libido, your energy, your stamina, your immune system. X3 is the ultimate iodine product on the market. It's back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. So many of you are on the fence. You know our information is powerful. You know it's changed the world. Try the products at InfoWarsStore.com and start with X3 Triiodine. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. It takes about two weeks to kick in. An aspirin kicks in in 30 minutes. Tylenol kicks in in 30 minutes. This kicks in in about two weeks on average. You need to experience it. Don't wait. You'll be impressed. InfoWarsStore.com, X3. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's actually uncanny. I was just thinking about during the break. It's not it's not like it's even a stretch to try to find a Halloween monster to correspond with each major. A democratic figure it, it's it's like they did it on purpose you got biden as the zombie the brainless zombie fetterman is some sort of ogre he could also be frankenstein's monster he certainly has to look for it his wife looks straight up central casting she's a witch i, I don't know what to tell you but that that woman that woman does hexes okay that's all i'm saying like even expanding out, you know, leaving leaving them to the side because they're the they're the people that are in the spotlight in the moment. But looking at the Democratic Party as a as a whole, it's like you've got Nancy Pelosi as the cackling witch, you've got Kamala Harris as I guess I'd put her as some sort of Medusa figure, some sort of Gorgon sister, 
some sort of uh, hag in, in a swamp. You hear the, the shrieking. It's like, what is that? The, the noise from the moors. What could it be? Evil spirits at work. And it's just Kamala Harris cackling. <laughs> it's just like, stay inside when the moon is full. You've got uh, well, Chuck Schumer. Do I have to say it? Dude's a vampire. The dude's a vampire. He turns into a bat. He sleeps upside down in a coffin. It's very sad. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg would be like a, a creepy um, uh, ventriloquist doll that, that comes alive at night. <laughs> when you stick your fingers up his butt? <laughs> no, no. When you, you just he's, – he's the, the toy that you know, is, is up on top of the bureau in your, in your grandparents' house. And every time you look at it, you swear he was looking a different direction last time. You swear he, he must have moved. <laughs> it's, it's like a who's who. It is a, it is a full-fledged monster mash over at the Democratic Party. And my question is, are the Democrats like monsters or are the monsters like the Democrats? Uh, you know, it's a good question. It's a, it's a metaphysical reality that, you know, our, our deepest fears embody some real world uh yeah it's it's like type of it's it's uh i don't know how to put it it's like it's like metaphysical it's like the things that we're really afraid of that deeply intrinsically evolutionarily we have been programmed to dis- disdain and that disturb us at a deep unconscious felt uh, unconsciously felt level um you know they reflect real things so there's a reason things like vampires and and werewolves who would be the werewolf they're missing a werewolf. We'll figure out who that is. That'll, that'll be our important, our important job here. Don't overthink it. My orcas, he's got kind of a wolfy look. He's a wereworm. Uh, my orcas is a wereworm. He turns into a worm. He's always, he's always in that half, you know, the halfway where you're transforming from a man into a wolf, but you stop halfway and you're a wolf man. He's like a, a worm man. He's a wereworm, a lycanthrope of the worm variety. It's Halloween season, folks. Halloween, Halloween's on the mind. Uh, all right, let's just go out to your phone calls here. We've got a lot of stuff still to cover in the third hour with our guests, but we'll save uh, a lot of this for that, uh, and we'll go out to your phone calls now. Andrew in New York is running for Pennsylvania Senate. Oh, thanks for calling in, Andrew. Your, your state is the topic of discussion now. Uh, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Infowars.com. Yeah, I think I'd be a better candidate than... Dr. Frankenstein, Dr. Oz, or Frankenstein, Ederman. I would, I would take um, the vaccine off the market. I would have gas and oil. I wouldn't cut any of that. But so, yeah, I think. So, are think you are you running, or are you thinking about running? I want to be the the write-in candidate. Okay, I think it'd be a good. I think it'd be a good message for Pennsylvania to elect. A New Yorker instead of the lockdown loser, Dr. Oz, or his science experiment, Fetterman. Oh God, what a what a sad oh, yeah, state! So. Of, what a sad state of affairs. Yeah, you've got you've got a a, a Turkish guy, an ogre, and uh, some dude from New York. You take your take your pick. Your your state's going down, folks. It's, it's very sad. It's not good. Uh, thanks for that call, Andrew. Let's go to Wayne in Texas. Thanks so much for holding, Wayne. I, I really do appreciate it. You're calling in about Kanye and Piers Morgan. We showed some um, videos from that yesterday. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. 
Hey, Harrison. I just wanted to speak to Pierce Morgan's, you know, hoofla in, in particular to to exalt himself, a fellow English libertine, uh, at Kanye West or Ye West's uh, expense and teach him what an anti-Semite is, getting the, the history of the English crown as it pertains to anti-Semitism. Mm. They, uh, you know, and what they do is they use these social constructs as abstracts where they try to teach people what they are based upon their external appearances. And I think it's fitting, you know, for the policing these libertines do. It says, uh, but, but even I'm perplexed when he uh, bootlegs for the English crown and he's compelled to teach him what a Jew is, not based on the inward appearance, you know, with the circumcision of the heart, but rather the outward. Mm. Uh, if you go back to the English history of the crown under like Longshanks, for instance, with the Edict of Expulsion, and the dissemination of yellow badges, right. uh, whose uh, exiling of the Jews lasted for 300 years, from 1290 to like the times of Oliver Cromwell. They, uh, and then, you know, their implementation of the very first concentration camp ideas in South Africa under the Second Bureau War. Um, I mean, just the arrogance, the sheer arrogance of this guy. It's mind-blowing, man. Uh, and, I, you know, I consider, you know, Ye West a champion. Uh, of the people, and I do believe God's words in him, and he is moved and inspired by the Holy Ghost, and as a champion, just like Alex and you and Owen and uh, Christy, you know, it's our job when we have God's word in us to, to cover people with it, you know, and to get out and do some blocking and tackling ourselves. And, uh, man, you know, Ye West doesn't deserve that. You know, a Jew is one inwardly, and they're, they come in all different colors, uh, shapes, and sizes. Uh, but, you know, it's like Ye West said in his interview, you know, this is a man who you know, everybody is telling them what a black man is, you know, mm-hmm. and has in the history. And he's saying, hey, as an American, a black man in America, we don't we don't have a common language that we brought here. You know, we're, we're speaking English, you know, language made up of, you know, a, a universal language of different people. Mm-hmm. You know, we have founders of this country like Booker T. Washington and Frederick Douglass, you know, and they don't have a face on Mount Rushmore, yet they've said things that have profoundly impacted the founding of our nation as we know it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I completely agree. And I, I'm, I'm loving what you're saying. Just to emphasize what, you know, one of your points, uh, Ye actually did a video. I don't know if I played it on air. I don't think I, I don't think I did, but you know, he basically says sort of similar to like what Alex Jones says. He's like, he's like, dude, I've got my songs. I'm set for life. I'm a billionaire. I could go and just sit on a beach in Hawaii for the rest of my life and have no problems and not have any trouble and nobody would would come at me. Nobody would bother me and and my life would be great and I could do that. But I'm on a mission from God here and basically he's taken what he's been giving – taking what he's been given and the, the skills and talents and wealth and power that he's been given and trying to make a positive difference in the world and suffering from it. So I, you know, I think, uh, there's a lot, uh, very, very admirable about that. And of course he's, he's bucking the system. And I was thinking about it. It seems to me like what'll happen to Kanye West, the same thing that'll happen to Joe Rogan. There's a liberal fatwa against him. They will be outraged by him for a while. They'll, they'll attempt to smear his reputation, but he's popular enough and he's good enough at what he does. And he's got enough fans that eventually they'll decide that, uh, they're not going to win this war of attrition and they'll move on and just start to ignore him rather than outright battle him. I think that's going to be the path that it takes same that it did with, uh, with Joe Rogan that, or they are going to kill him. Like he said. So I guess those are the options. Uh, we got time for one more phone call here. Let's go to uh, Groovy Boy in the United States. Wants to talk about Boston University creating a virus. Thanks so much for holding, Groovy Boy. You are on the air. Hello, Harrison. How are you? Good, thank you. Great. 
so from what I've read, Boston University creates a virus with an 80% kill rate. But not only that, they created a virus with a 100% kill rate. And they dialed it down to 80. Oh. So my question is, why are my tax dollars going to that? I don't want to kill people. Why are these people doing research and death? <laughs> it's a, it's it, a great question. It's a great question. Why is the federal government – why does it even exist? Why is our money going towards Ukraine? Why is it going towards virus labs performing game-of-function research in suboptimal conditions around the world? Why are we paying billions of dollars to Pfizer and giving them liability? Why is this – why are there states having to fight the CDC? We're foolish enough to fall for it. Yeah, we should – we – I mean, honestly, like the GOP governors are like, we will not listen to the CDC. Why don't we just stop listening to the federal government entirely? What benefit do they have for us? Why are we a part of this union when it's not a union? It's an exploitation scheme that benefits them entirely. We'll be back on the other side with the third hour, InfoWarsStore.com. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago, and it was a moderate seller. But as folks tried Vitamin Mineral Fusion and experienced the way it made them feel, and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall bestseller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin Mineral Fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals, all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there, but this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the info war. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting vitamin mineral fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin mineral fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. <laughs> 